You're listening to a GGR special. Baseball in Fredericksburg. GGR Pirate Radio, uh, we have Mr. Bobby Duke of, and, and actually I need to clarify this with you, because on Facebook, it was the Rappahannock Baseball Initiative, and then you guys <laughs> changed to Fans of Fredericksburg Baseball. Yes, we did that uh, this past Monday, as a matter of fact. Okay. Um, the rationale behind that was from one of our volunteers who said, um, well, you know, we're not trying to attract a team to the region necessarily anymore. So okay. uh, it went from, hey, we'll be fans of whatever team decides to move to Fredericksburg or Spotsylvania or wherever. And um, now we're concentrating our efforts on the fact that the Potomac Nationals are locked in to relocate to the city of Fredericksburg. Really? We hope to transition the Facebook page uh, to a booster club, fan club of the team whenever nice. they sign all the paperwork. So, yes. Okay. So that... That's a little tease for you guys there um, <laughs> about what's going on with uh, Fredericksburg baseball. But um, we've got Bobby live in studio. Uh, we will be joined uh, by uh, Fantastic Forums, Ulysses Campbell. Uh, he is on his way. But if you are a D.C. native, you know how traffic works in this area. And you know that like, even if you leave early, early enough to be able to get from, let's say, D.C. to Fredericksburg. Right. It doesn't matter because traffic <laughs> is going to do what it wants when it wants to, and you will have to just deal with it, basically. Exactly. Is how that kind of rolls. Maybe you got stuck on the train tracks. I got stuck on uh, oh, really? 20 minutes ago. Yeah, he was telling me that there was an accident um, right outside of, um, like, right outside of Duke Street in Alexandria. And he was like, and he was just sitting there in bumper to bumper traffic. And yeah. he was like, he's like, I checked it last night and it said it was going to be an hour and 15 minutes. And now it's saying an hour, 45 or two hours. And I was like, really? That sucks, man. Yeah. Like, but it is what it is. It's fine. We will deal with it and we will adjust accordingly once Yuli gets in the studio with us. Um, so let me go ahead and pull everything up here and we will get started. I'm just checking to see if anybody, if, if Yuli has texted me to let me know how close he is. <laughs> Um, while we're kind of getting everything up and running here, let me, let me ask you here too. Uh, cause you mentioned something when we were talking before we came on the air. Um, it sounds like you're a Fredericksburg native. Like this is, this is your hometown. Uh, no, it actually, well, it's been my hometown for the last, uh, 10 years or so. Uh, I grew up actually 30 miles east of here in Colonial beach. Oh, okay. Okay. So, but uh, like it, it it's. Colonial it's, Beach, so like if you, yeah. yeah. So we called it going to town. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Fredericksburg. And yeah. In other words, if we wanted to see a movie, uh, we went to Fredericksburg. If my yeah. parents wanted to go Christmas shopping, Fredericksburg. So out to dinner, yeah. Fredericksburg. So yes, essentially, I, gotcha. I am. I met my wife here. So oh, okay. Well, yeah, because you had mentioned too that we were talking about Star Wars, shocker, right? Like right. <laughs> GGR Pirate Radio talking about shocker uh, about Star Wars. Um, you had mentioned that you were um, you had seen the original Star Wars. At, in downtown Fredericksburg. I did. At the I, movie theater. That was downtown. I don't know what it is now. It's like a mall or it's, some it's sort of like weird. antique it's mall. It's like or something. an antique mall uh, on the bottom floor, so to speak, with, uh, I guess, townhouses above. Yes, I stood in line with my late yeah. father in 1977 to see Star Wars. I cannot remember. Uh, Greenbrier, maybe, sticks out as the name of the theater. Uh, but, yes, uh, that was downtown yeah. 40 years ago. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we'll have... Um, I, I'm 
I'm from the area. I grew up in Woodbridge, right. which ironically enough is where the peanuts are right Correct. now. <laughs> I grew up with them. I remember them being the Prince William Cannons. I remember them being the Prince William Yankees. Like right. I remember going to this stadium and that's part of the conversation we'll have too, because what's funny about that stadium is from when I was five or six years old, which was what, 86, 87, right. uh, to now, it's the same stadium. They've done <laughs> nothing to update that that place. It's yes. it, it's not the best venue to go see a baseball game. It's not, and I think the ownership would probably tell you that, and they've done incredible things to try and modernize it, but there's only yeah. so much you can do. It's, 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 it's a county complex. The courthouse is right behind the stadium. There's... Yeah. Uh, Obviously, the field is beautiful. Uh, they have a, a wonderful jumbotron, so to speak. Oh yeah. And um, but the metal bleachers, if you have back problems and <laughs> yeah. or it's a hundred degrees outside, you're not going to have necessarily a fun time at the ball. Game. No, it is not. It is not enjoyable. And that that's what. At one point, I was reading, and you know what? What we'll do is we're we're kind of teasing this right now. Um, but we will talk about all of this in in, in greater detail once we really get the things going. At one point, I was reading a story that basically like visiting teams had to sign a waiver more or less saying that like, Hey, we're not going to sue you guys for the conditions of the field or the <laughs> locker rooms or anything like that. I mean, do you, does this ring a bell to you at all? Or? I, I don't know about that. It wouldn't, um, I, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I think, like I said, I think the field itself is, they, they do an awesome job of it. I mean, if you're just sitting in the bleachers, looking at the field, it looks like a, it, just a regular comp. Oh yeah. So it looks speak. fine. Yeah. You look behind you, obviously you see a courthouse, you see uh Little League and softball fields, so I have not heard that, but um, I'm sure the facilities aren't quite as up-to-date as visiting teams um, would certainly hope for. Put it this way, there's no luxury suites, I don't think, no. at, the, at the Fitz. No, at the Fitz, yeah. Right. I mean, it's... It has been... Um, I, mean, I might even be able to find it, but like it's. I've known that it was a problem, and at, if, you, if you've been to Woodbridge anytime recently... Um, I would say within the last 10 years, they have a new shopping center that's like right across from Potomac Hospital. Right. And for a while, there was discussion that the stadium, they were going to build a new stadium there, and it just never materialized. It never happened. Right. And we can go, and we'll certainly, yeah. I don't know how you want to approach this, but we'll go into some of those details. Yeah. But um, I think what you just mentioned is one of the reasons why they're obviously trying to build a, a stadium yeah. elsewhere. Um, but uh, these stadiums... In order to be built, it's a crazy process that we can certainly. Oh yeah, we, de- we definitely it's, will. It's. Uh, I wish it was as easy as just. I'm going to buy this piece of land and we're going to build a stadium, but it's so so weird and oh, complex. And there's, there's so many there's so many many moving parts involved with it. So right. yeah, it's it's. I'm sure, and like that's. I think that's what a lot of baseball fans, especially in this area, are frustrated with because, in our eyes, baseball's awesome. Why wouldn't you want it here? Correct. Why wouldn't you want a team here? And then also just from the simple logistics of it, like new stadium means new jobs. New jobs means more money. Correct. More money means more more things. I mean, it just it it's that simplistic mindset. And I'm just wondering what some of the downsides might be. I mean, and it's it's kind of hard to look at it from that lens when you're when you want it for selfish reasons, you know, because you course. you want a baseball team to see what the what the the downsides or the retracts would be to having a baseball team here. Well, uh, you asked the question, and I'm going to launch into. Yeah, my answer to that, and, and, and it's simple. Five years ago, when I found out that the Hagerstown Suns were thinking about relocating here, from a baseball fan's perspective, I was like, this is awesome. I'm going to get involved, and let's do it. And I'm like you. I couldn't realize all the downsides that popped up or the negativity that popped up during the process. 
um, because I'm like, hey, jobs, obviously selfishly baseball all year long. Uh, I don't have to sit in traffic on 95 to go to Woodbridge or Richmond or D.C. Baltimore to spend my money for baseball games. Yeah. And what I found was that, that these stadiums are built one of two ways. 90% of the time, they are built by a county, city, or town. Yeah. Um, with the taxpayer basically on the hook for building a new stadium. And that's what happened in Fredericksburg five years ago was the Sun said, hey, we want you to build this $35 million stadium. Um, you're going to pay for it. You're going to pay for security. You're going to pay for fire and rescue. You're going to pay for fire department to be there on 4th of July or fireworks nights. Oh, by the way, I want you to build a parking facility too. But the team was just going to rent the stadium, so to speak. Really? Yes. And by the way, we get to say when the city can use it. <laughs> so there was this natural skepticism by folks that say, wait a second, you're going to spend $35 million on a ballpark, but we could spend it on school improvement or yeah. you know a new road somewhere or something like that. Yeah. And that's been... And that, again, happened in Spotsylvania once the city deal fell through. Yeah. The difference with this deal is the team has basically said, we're going to pay for all of it. We're going to finance, build, and pay for the stadium. Okay. We're not going to – you're not going to have to spend a nickel. The caveat is the city would be the – what they call the anchor tenant, which the city is going to pay rent, yearly rent, to use the facility basically whenever they want it. Yeah, which so, uh, at yeah. the same time, though, on the flip side, I mean, like the fact that if you go to the concert venue that's down there right now, uh, the Celebrate Virginia concert Correct. venue, like you do that in a stadium instead of that. I mean, I guarantee you're going to be able to get more people that are going to want to come, more acts that are going to want to come to Fredericksburg than just like the dirt field with a with a simple stage established. Yes, and I, and I look, I, I went to uh, ZZ Top about a year ago, Yeah, and um, the grass was about a foot tall where yeah. I was standing. It's a nice facility. I'm not going to say it isn't, but yeah. they are in talks, from what I understand, with Celebrate Virginia concerts or what, you know, yeah. After Dark or whatever they call it, to host these concerts at the baseball stadium. Oh yeah, I mean it would be a it would be a massive improvement. I mean just just from the fact that you would have to bring your own chair, you know, like, oh, yeah. it would be built in <laughs> right. seating. Um, that being said, let's go ahead and we'll go ahead and get started. Go ahead. Um, so if you're just tuning in, this is a special episode of GGR Pirate Radio. We are talking baseball. In Fredericksburg, Virginia, we've got Bobby Duke of uh, Fans of Fredericksburg Baseball on the air today. We're going to have Ulysses Campbell here in uh, just a few minutes uh, as traffic allows. But uh, let's go ahead and kick this show off right now. You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Be like, oh, these are stupid guns. Guns are for jerks. This city, like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists, you throw them in jail, everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, you're back on the streets doing the yeah. same thing. So you just put him in the morgue. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? The great pirate Robert is here for you. Pain heals. Takes dig scars. Glory. Lasts forever. If you will not turn to the dark side, then perhaps she will. 
This is called Pirate Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, my name is Mike Lunsford, and this is GGR Pirate Radio. Guys, we've got a fantastic show lined up for you. We have Bobby Duke of the Fans of Fredericksburg Baseball in studio today. Uh, We will be joined shortly by Ulysses Campbell of Fantastic Forum as well. Um, But let's go ahead and get started. So before our intro here, Bobby, we were talking about some of the pitfalls um, that have kind of hindered baseball coming here because this is not the first time that we've heard about a baseball team coming to the Fredericksburg area Um, and you were mentioning too that like when Hagerstown was trying to come here they basically just wanted us to hand them everything yes and that in order to get the Suns we were going to have to build them a new stadium and that like they weren't going to contribute anything that we would just have to be graced by their presence essentially essentially yes and that what's different now is that the the peanuts or the Potomac Nationals for those who are unfamiliar that they're not in that same vein. They're not saying, you know, you just get to have a baseball team, so, you know, you're welcome. Right. That they're willing to kind of foot some of the bill with this, too. No, as a matter of fact, they're, they're footing all the bill, uh, like we talked about. Hagerstown, basically, I mean, they would have certainly contributed to yeah. the building of the stadium. They would have paid a certain amount for uh, uh, towards the loan, so to speak. But it's almost as if the Potomac Nationals and their ownership group learned every lesson that had happened in the last five years with that attempt to come to the city and Spotsylvania and said, we're going to address all these issues up front. And the biggest, obviously, is paying for the stadium themselves, financing it, building it, maintaining it, which includes parking lot, um, the facility management, uh, fire rescue, security, police department, etc. Okay. So, yeah. So, this is definitely, like you said, it is going to be... um, not just another rehash of what happened before. Um, no, absolutely not. Kind of going, and, and I'm kind of torn into, in a way with this, because I want, I want the peanuts to come here because essentially I moved from Woodbridge to Fredericksburg. So, you know, why not bring the baseball team that I grew <laughs> up with too? But like the other thing about that is, is I feel like, and this is just opinion, mind you. There's, sure. I mean, I haven't looked at any facts or, or the numbers or anything like that. But I feel like Woodbridge just doesn't care, one way or the other. <laughs> like they don't care about the they don't care about the Potomac Nationals. This is a team that's been there for over over forty years, right? And nobody really seems to care one way or the other. I mean, there's a loyal contingent of people who are local who like to go see baseball, right? But I just feel like if the if the Peanuts left tomorrow, most people would just be like, eh. And that would be the end of it. Right. But I feel like it would matter to Fredericksburg. I feel like people care about it and want it here. Right. Whereas Woodbridge is just kind of like blasé about the whole thing. Yeah. I, you know, uh, you could speak to it more than I could, obviously, yeah. being um, – and, and have, my experience with Woodbridge is honestly going to Potomac Nationals games all the time. Yeah. That, I mean, that's my only um, – but yeah. obviously when you have a team that's been in that ballpark uh, for so long, um, I guess it's kind of like, meh. You know, it's it's a cool place to go, but it's not an attractive ballpark as we talked about. No, the, it's not. The, the Silver family has done a wonderful job of trying to make it such, and it's and it's, it's certainly a, a beautiful field, and they've tried to maintain it. But it's you're right, uh, maybe complacency. They just figured, hey, they've been there for 40 years; they'll always be there. So, yeah, the Fredericksburg folks have been 
it's almost rabid, the folks that I've talked to. We've got 5,600 people on our Facebook page. Yeah, I, I saw I'm not that. Gonna, I'm not going to say that 5,600 people are necessarily all baseball fans, but let's just say 4,000 of them are. That's yeah. kids and wives and husbands of those people. So we could theoretically sell out a baseball park all the time. Just on your Facebook page alone, yeah. Pretty much, absolutely. Well, and that's, and that's the other thing about this, too, is – and it's nothing against Woodbridge. Again, it's my hometown. It's where I'm from. But the nature of that city is transient. It is people who are from everywhere else. Right. It's it's government contractors. It's military. And and that's fine. That that's what it is. But it it really breeds a very I wouldn't say hostile environment to find loyalty, but it makes it very difficult. Right. I mean, as somebody who grew up playing sports there, a lot of times people will go to like the high school sporting events as just like a social thing, just right. to hang out. And they're not really into the game. Right. Because again, they have no tie to the community. They don't care. Fredericksburg is completely different. Yes. How, many, how many folks are Woodbridge natives that still live in Woodbridge? Very few. Right. Well, that, very, I mean, I, I can, I'd say that the opposite is probably true of Fredericksburg. Yeah. And that's, that's part of the thing that I love about this area right. and why, why we have lived here for over a decade now is this area tends to have a certain loyalty to it. You, you care about Fredericksburg. You right. want Fredericksburg to be the place. You want people to come here. Right. And in bringing a baseball team here, there's going to be an – I guarantee you, as soon as they have, whether it's the Fredericksburg Nationals or Fredericksburg Cannons or whatever it is that they choose for their name, right. you are going to see hats and jerseys and shirts fly off the shelves because people want to be proud of Fredericksburg. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, and and we'll get into the name thing because that's yeah. a pretty cool topic. But uh, yeah, I think it's um, just to go back in history a little bit. RBI, formerly uh, fans of Fredericksburg baseball, now yeah. it was formerly RBI. It started basically with, from what I understand, four or five guys that like to go to minor league ballparks in the region. Yeah, and they they were like, man, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we had a team in Fredericksburg? And they just started putting out casual feelers to owners and yeah. hey man let's it'd be cool if you really co- relocated to Fredericksburg and it just kind of morphed from there and it makes sense when you think about it all right we're a small city for the most part yeah uh, we've got awesome things to do as far as tourism goes with battlefields we've got a thriving art community we've got economic opportunities with downtown and central park the logical next step would be cool. Hey, let's have a baseball team, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like I said, morphed over the last five, six years into the effort that we see today. So I, I'm jacked up about it. You're I, jacked up. Oh yeah. I'm looking at your Nats gear. I've got my Fredericksburg <laughs> baseball hat on. So I just like there's baseball is one of those things though. It, it's like it's like coffee in the sense that you either love it or you you just don't like it at all. Right. I wouldn't say hate it, but right. you're you're either a fan or you're not. Right. And just like coffee, baseball gets gets into your blood. It, like it, it's it's something that I fell in love with as a kid because my dad was a baseball fan. Because my grandfather, what my grandfather played semi pro ball, like in um, in World War II, when like Ted Williams got brought into the military, he right. he signed up. He was playing baseball in Hawaii. My uncle, or my grandfather, was on that baseball team with oh, him. That's awesome. It's it becomes something that you care about the history of it. You care about the sport, but also to compare it to football, compare it to hockey, compare it to basketball. It is the only sport that I think that if you were to take somebody like, let's we'll use captain America as an example. Right. Captain America gets frozen in the forties, right? right? Wakes up in the two thousands in the, in the movie. 
he could go and watch a baseball game and not have to understand anything about what has changed about the game because nothing really has fundamentally changed. No, I mean, it's it's Americana. It's timeless. It's, it is. And um, I, I, I had a buddy that was a minor league game a couple days ago in Richmond, and it was Grateful Dead night at the uh, at the ballpark nice. in, in Richmond. I'm like, dude, you cannot get much more American than baseball and the Grateful Dead. And, oh, by the way, go get a hot dog and a beer, and then you right? complete it. But, yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, my father was a baseball nut. My grandfather was a baseball nut. I got a 14-year-old son who plays baseball from January to Thanksgiving for the most part. Um, it does get in your blood. And I'll be honest with you, more specific to this project, because we all love baseball. We all want to see it here. Exactly. My wife, who I love more than anything in the world, will not sit on the couch and watch a baseball game with me. Yeah, my wife is the same. She will go to a live game because she could read her book or look at the phone. But... She happens to work in Central Park, and she is absolutely excited about the fact that more customers at the baseball stadium, in turn, in her line of work, and more money that she could bring in as income. I have a yeah. buddy who runs a hotel over next to Wegmans. He doesn't like baseball, but yet he wants more visitors at his hotel. So the the both of them, I use those examples as the folks that are excited about the economic opportunities the team would bring. Yeah, and like you, you mentioned something there too that that's that's interesting. Even non baseball people in Fredericksburg are excited. Like they should e- be. even yeah exactly right. <laughs> but like again, not to not to disparage Woodbridge, but non baseball people don't care about the peanuts at all. Some of them are even like we have a baseball team. Right. They don't even know. <laughs> right. But that's that's why, and, and again, too, like some people get really, really mad about the concept of relocation when it comes to sports teams. Right. They get really, really upset about that. Oh, you shouldn't do that. You know, the Hartford Whalers never should have moved to, to North Carolina to become the, hurric- uh, the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. The Quebec Nordiques should have never moved to um, Colorado to become the Colorado Avalanche. Those teams don't move. They don't win championships. Right. Because they're not getting the support from the community. They're not getting the support from the fans. It's the same thing with, with this. You move it to somewhere where people genuinely care and genuinely want it to succeed, you're going to see great things. Right. Um, I don't like mentioning who I work for when I'm not here, when I'm not doing the podcast. Right. Um, but I work for a, a big employer in Fredericksburg, and I guarantee you that they're going to support this as well because oh, yeah. it's what they do. I mean, it's – I can't wait when they're like, hey, guess what? We have a bunch of tickets because I'm going to be like, yeah, let me buy as many of those <laughs> as I possibly can. Well, it's funny you say that because uh, you, you probably read – uh, just last week about the hospital, I did coming on as the yeah. uh, one of the founding partners with the potential baseball team. Yeah, I don't know the details of that deal. I'm assuming if you're a founding partner, then that comes with certain perks. But I and I'm not going to disclose who I work for either. Uh, but if they sponsored the baseball team in any capacity, I'm pretty jacked up about having tickets all the time yeah right like but i'm, I'm gonna pay for i'm, I'm look yeah. i'm gonna pay for them anyway but oh, yeah, exactly if i get yeah. some free tickets and i'm gonna get some free tickets but well, I, I agree I, with you 100 between the two employers that we work for in this area because uh, like we i think we both know who the other person works exactly. for. exactly like that would be like, i mean that's that's huge that's like two of the biggest employers in this area correct like it would be it would be gigantic Absolutely. and i mean it's just it would be super exciting um you mentioned something that i didn't know this is more not a if this is a gonna happen thing I, I didn't think it was solidified that they were coming. It's, I mean, maybe I should temper my thought. There's, okay. Okay. So basically, two weeks ago, the city and the team signed what they call a letter of intent, which basically means for 120 days, they negotiate 
and the team can't no- is locked in. They cannot negotiate with another locality. Yeah. Not that they had any intentions of doing so. Okay. Um, politically, like I said earlier, all of the issues that the Suns ran into four years ago, and they were legitimate five years ago. Yeah. Those have all been kind of addressed ahead of time by the team. And my confidence level, even though I was a big, huge proponent of the project five years ago, yeah. was about 50-50. And I'm a cynical guy, so that's pretty high. Yeah. Okay. This, yeah. this project, I'm at a 99% confidence level that this is going to happen. And the 1% is only because I don't want to have my – I don't want to be crushed by this if – God forbid something bad happens. You're you're doing what most DC sports fans do. <laughs> you're tempering your expectations so that you can't get crushed again. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. And it's... I and look, I became a Caps fan a month ago. Okay, okay, <laughs> all right. And and, I, and, I, and I'm it's just because I was I didn't understand hockey and I'm my vision is bad. I can't follow the puck. But can you? I mean, the excitement that the that the hockey team brought. Can you imagine in sleepy little Fredericksburg how exciting it's going to be to have a minor league baseball team? Oh, it's going to be nuts, man. And and. That's I'm I'm weird in this aspect that like it was just recently I want to say within the last like two three years um, I had finally gotten tired of the negativity that follows DC sports because every single time the Nats got in the playoffs or the Caps got in the playoffs every once one thing went bad everybody on social media was like up oh, same old Caps or right. same old Nats and they just crushed them every single time and I got tired of that and I ended up creating a hashtag like on Twitter um, hashtag believe DC right. Because I was like, look, it's simple because you don't have to do anything. If they're losing, you'd be like, they might come back. If they're down three games to one, hey, you know what? They can still turn around. The sure. series isn't over yet. Right. And stuff like that. And like it ended up building and like seeing the Caps do this championship was incredible. Right. It, because I've been having my heart broken by them since I was a little kid. Seeing them finally do it was amazing. But tying it to Fredericksburg, I went to the Wawa that's right up the street from my house the day, like the morning after they won the championship. And I was wearing my Caps jersey, and everybody was high-fiving me. I had some lady buy me coffee because she had a Caps hat on. She was just like, this is on me. Go Caps. And I was like, this is is incredible. And if we have a team that's Fredericksburg, it's going to be lights out. Like, you're getting that kind of loyalty for a team that's 50 miles north that most of us don't get to see because it's too far or too expensive or whatever. Right. Well, that lends itself to what a lot of people that on our on our Facebook page obviously have said is, "Look, yeah, I'm tired of riding to Richmond or wherever to see a ball game, man. Can you imagine the money is spent getting in their car, driving to Woodbridge, yeah, driving to DC, wherever you, the money you spend, you know, whether it's at a restaurant or you're buying a beer, or hot dog, or drinks for your kids. Hey, man, I want to spend my money here. Yeah, you know, and." The just a general sense of excitement of having a team, like you said, yeah, only going to be magnified. Uh, hopefully, in a couple of uh, years, year and a half, twenty twenty yeah. is what we're searching, uh, waiting for. Yeah, so t- so twenty twenty is kind of like our. This is, and this is also like long, you know, like long timeline here because right now we've got that one hundred and twenty day letter of intent. Correct. November, so, I think, is when the final decision will be made. Okay, so November we'll find out, yay or nay, if this is happening, and then. If it's a yay, then we're seeing 2020 when this actually kicks off. Absolutely, yeah. And and I would assume that the shovels will be in the dirt shortly thereafter whenever the weather weather cooperates. Because right now, I don't know if there's a plan B necessarily for the Potomac Nationals should uh, this not worst-case scenario happen. What are they going to do? Yeah, I, I would assume they could probably apply with Major League Baseball to say, hey, we'll just stay at the Fitz another year or two. I don't really know yeah. the ins and outs. They've got some weird rules. 
but they're confident. I mean, they're really confident that it, it, in April of 2020, this is going to be, you know, where their team is going to land. And it's our job as the cheerleaders for uh, the team to lobby to city officials, um, reach out to uh, uh, the letter, you know, send letters to the editor and talk to uh, members of city council to make sure it happens and spread the word via, you know, with folks like you to make sure, hey, you know, this is this is what we want to happen and we need your help to, to make it so. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and that's, and that's, I think, and we're going to go into detail here about that in, in just a moment. Sure. We're going to take a real quick break Absolutely. here. Because um, Ulysses Campbell has joined us in the studio. Nice. I'm um, glad to see he made it uh, from uh, Washington, D.C. <laughs> so we're going to have him jump on the mic here. We're going to give you a quick little uh, musical interlude here, folks, um, while we get everything prepped and ready. But when we come back, we're going to ask Bobby about some of the things that we can do to help bring this team to Fredericksburg. So guys, again, this is a special episode of GGR Pirate Radio. We're talking Fredericksburg baseball with Bobby Duke. And now we've got Ulysses Campbell. So stay tuned. Give me like two minutes here and we'll come right back. Isn't live radio wonderful when you're engineering for yourself and you have to run to the board to turn the mics on? Only when the board is out of your reach. This is true. Yeah. <laughs> See, but I wanted to sit at the table with you guys instead of being behind the board. Oh. Because that would have just been, I would have been there, you guys would have been here. It just, it, nah. It's weird for some people. Yeah. But for me, I mean, yeah. I mean, because I could sit behind there, it just, it seems impersonal. Yeah, I don't want to talk to a curtain. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I, I, when I have been in your position yeah. and I've had a similar choice, I've sat where I can engineer. <laughs> and I've told, I've told the guests, look, deal with it. <laughs> Just because I'm not looking you in the eye does not mean that I am not very attentive and listening to every utterance. This is, yeah, this is true. And nobody would know because it's radio. Except I just you pulled the curtain back and now everybody knows. Well, so. no, no, but it, but it's weird for guests. And yeah. Quite frankly, just like Bobby was saying. I mean, yeah. you know, you don't want to. And it's it sometimes you get a better interview if you are sitting there interacting directly with the person. Right. Because yeah. I felt I like mean, if that were the case, I would just be turning around every few words and. Well, I would have had yeah, just, and turning away just from sit the right here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna be a jerk and be like, "Don't I, look I at me. Right. Look at the wall." Right. That's, yeah, that's weird. <laughs> if you want to do this, this is how it happens. Right. Um, so, guys, um, thank you for hanging in there. Uh, our little musical interlude was "Over the Hills and Far Away" by Led Zeppelin. Which um, means band. I have to make a request Great for immigrant band. song for my kids at some point. Play us out at some I, point. I think we can do that. I appreciate that. I think that. we can hang with immigrant song. I'm, yeah. a, I'm all right with that. Hey, Led Zeppelin is a great band. Yes, it, indeed. It is. And like Zeppelin. I said, there's a five-year-old and eight-year-old who are big fans now because of watching Thor. So Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I actually, my son actually fell in love with it similarly, but not the same movie. The movie School of Rock. Oh, yeah. Uses it too. Right. And he was just like, this is such a cool song, Dad. And I was like, this is Led Zeppelin, buddy. And he was like, oh, they're amazing. And I was like, you've learned well. Exactly. This <laughs> so is going to work carry out that well. on. Exactly. Uh, so joining us now, as you have heard us uh, conversing, is Ulysses Campbell of Fantastic Forum of Arlington in the Morning on WERA. Uh, Ulysses, thank you for coming all the way down to Fredericksburg in this awful, awful weather. Oh, Mike, thanks for having me. In fact, I apologize for being late. Now, of course... And see, I can say this because I know she's not listening. My wife knows everything. And she told me last <laughs> night, she said, traffic is going to be awful. You know, you're going to have to leave at like 8 in the morning if you're going to get there by 11. I right. was like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, but well. I forget that my wife knows everything. So How could you? I'm reminded of that fact every day. I just, I've kind of <laughs> right. given up and just said, okay, you tell me what I should be doing and this I'm going to do it. This is a trend I'm noticing here too because my wife is also always correct. Yeah, so. I think that's. I think that we've yeah, all learned. We, we've stumbled onto something here, we, fellas. We well, have. excuse me, not Bobby. He already knew. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. No, you know hey, what it is. I don't know why I keep resisting it. I, I but I'm you know doggedly. I'm just stuck in that mindset. You got to p- pick your battles, and I learned a long time ago that's not a battle I want to pick. How long have you been married? I have been married uh, three years, but we've been together much longer than oh. that. And even before I had a ring on my finger, I knew oh. I knew that um, she knew better than I. Uh, well, let me just, and, and just as an interlude, let me tell you, we celebrated our 24th wedding anniversary. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Month. Yeah. So, and this is something that happens after, and we were dating for seven years before that. So this is something that happens. You know, you, you, after all these years, I, sometimes, and I know intellectually I should pick my battles, but sometimes I'm just like, screw it. I'm saying this. Yeah, well, that's, that's your funeral, pal. <laughs> we all we all have had that that internal monologue where it's just like, go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. See what happens. You know what? I'm gonna say this, and then you say it, and you're like, I probably shouldn't have. Of course. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and that actually will be a perfect tie-in too. Mm-hmm. We've all said things when it comes to, especially the Fredericksburg people who are excited about baseball. We were like, oh, the Hagerstown Suns are definitely coming here. Correct. And then we regretted it, right? Because it didn't happen. You said earlier that you're you're pretty like fifty fifty. I was fifty fifty about Hagerstown. About Hagerstown. Yes. If you were to give odds on how confident you are that this is going to get worked out, that we're going to get the peanuts, what would you say it would be? I'm at a ninety nine percent. Like I said, and the only one the one percent is because I don't want my soul crushed. Yeah. Should it not happen, and I'm cynical in nature, uh, and that's because I think um, the team has put kind of all their. I don't know if they put their all their eggs into this basket, I so to speak. You could, I think you could characterize it. Like yeah, I mean, that. Yeah. look, they they did their due diligence. I yeah. mean, they, I don't know anything about city council rules as far as negotiating with a team, but they've they've been bandying this about for over a year apparently, mm-hmm. and they have avoided all the missteps that the Suns made five years ago and then three years ago with Spotsylvania County, which is. I don't want to go into that. That was an unmitigated disaster. But so, so Spotsy tried to get the Hagerstown Suns too. Uh, the Suns tried to get Spotsy. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so and they, that was politically, uh, it, it didn't turn out well. It really? did not turn. Out, well, like I said, the, the the opposition was really loud, uh, more so in Spotsylvania than in Fredericksburg wow. five years ago. Yeah. Mm. Like, well, and a new stadium is a mighty powerful incentive. Yeah. You know, I mean, hey. Particularly when the taxpayers have to pay for it, which was how it worked out the past two opportunities. Which, if you know anything about the demographics of Spotsylvania County, you're not going to have a whole lot of people who are real, real, real excited about paying more taxes. 
and that's no. gonna be that that's really gonna hit them hard as far as as far as like opposition goes. They're gonna say, "Oh, you want ta- no, no, not gonna happen." And well, and it wasn't it was gonna be a bond, obviously. Yeah. So they were banking on the fact that the revenues from the stadium would cover. You know, the payment, mm. so to speak. Yeah. But the problem with these new stadiums being built all throughout the country is they're going to the county or city or town and saying, we want you to build this stadium. And we're going to bring jobs and we're going to bring revenue. But it, it, sometimes it just doesn't work out. So the Potomac Nationals, like I said earlier, have basically said, wait a second, we're going to build this thing. We're going to take all the risk. Mm. We're going we're gonna to finance it. We're going to build it. We're going to pay for it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that I said, says they, a, that says a lot, though, because it's going to buy you a lot of goodwill. It is. But it, it mm. says a lot. And, it, and it's I don't want it to sound disparaging in any way, shape or form by me saying this. <laughs> but, <laughs> but however, <laughs> how desperate are they if, if that's what they have to do? Because think about like the way normal business works with sports teams when it comes to building stadiums, bringing teams to the area, they kind of have this ship on their shoulder where it's just like, oh, you're going to be graced with our presence. Right. You should give us everything. As somebody who was a council, you're a council member up in D.C., uh, or I'm sorry, a commissioner in D.C., when the Nats were trying to build their stadium, when they were trying to build Nationals Park, I remember how, I can't remember exactly which council member it was. One of them just was like, arms crossed, I am not doing this because you guys are going to hose us. Well, let's compare apples to apples and oranges to oranges also okay. because uh, it, it, this isn't a major league club. No, I mean, it's, it's not. It's a farm yeah. team. You know, it's minor league. And, yeah. you know, I, I haven't now, admittedly, I haven't been to a minor league game in a couple of years. But I had been to, um, oh, crap, and I can't remember the name of the team now, but it was one of the uh, Orioles farm teams. Bowie. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, the Bowie Bay Sox. Bay Sox, Thank yeah. you. Thank you. And let me tell you something. It was a wonderful Baseball experience. I mean, you know, real interactive because you can get to the players. There are a lot fewer people. You know, I mean, I yeah. think it was like a, you know, 5,700 seat stadium or something like that. And I mean, you're right there next to the field and they had a lot of activities for kids. And I mean, it was just, uh, it was a lot. In fact, um, I got invited by, you know, like the owner and stuff. So I was in the owner's box and all this. It was like, ooh, I'm rubbing elbows. <laughs> fancy people. Yeah. So uh, it, this this isn't, it's not the same amount of heavy lifting that okay. gets done for a major league club. And uh, in fact, even the way that the players are treated, I was, it's funny because I was, um, and I can't, now I can't remember how I was, how I heard about this, but uh, there was a major league player who was talking about the difference between the majors and the minors. And, I mean, for example, and little stuff, they give you batting gloves in the majors. You have to buy your own batting gloves <laughs> really? in the minors. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. you got to buy everything. They don't give you anything in the Yeah, minors. I think Bull Durham mm-hmm. is a perfect baseball movie if you want to hear about yeah. life in the minor leagues. I don't think it's really changed that much since... Which is crazy that movies. 31 years old. Yeah, I don't think, besides uh, the better buses they may ride on. <laughs> Maybe. Um, <laughs> Maybe. It, it's yeah. funny, though, that you brought up Nats Park because that was controversial when they talked about building the stadium. And that was actually mm-hmm. built with public funds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But from what I understand, that the the bonds that they were used to pay for that stadium have been paid off earlier than they expected or they're on track to pay for them earlier really? than they expected. And they've actually... Yeah, you they would, did you, well with that. Yeah, you'd mm-hmm. be able to speak to this better than I would, but they, that part of D.C. wasn't 
the best part of D.C. before the park was built, and now it's a lot better. So. Well, you know, it depends. If you uh, if you frequented some of the uh, gentlemen's establishments that happen to be over in that area, <laughs> you know, maybe you miss those. But I, no, it was mostly industrial, sure. and the area has actually seen a lot of growth. Right. They're they're building new apartment buildings. There's oh, some office buildings. There's condos you know, right there, right behind that park. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got restaurants and shops. Yeah. I mean, it's really been a boon to that area, having the stadium over Very there. similar yeah. to what uh, Camden Yards did for the Baltimore waterfront. Right. Well, that was that, that was kind of happening anyway. I w- think you know because yeah. you had the the Inner Harbor development. Now I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna slam Camden Yards because it's a beautiful stadium. As you wear and your Yankees it, hat, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I still hey. consider that like the Church of Baseball. Is Camden Yards is just I mean it's 25 years old now, but it's still. Just uh, it's, it's the epitome to me. But. I remember when it opened. Yeah, yeah, and it was Yankee Stadium South for a while. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny that you brought up the development because that's what we're hoping for with this ballpark here in the city. Is is over there in that area? They have their concert series. Then they have uh, Wegmans, which is a wonderful grocery store that I really can't afford to shop at very often. <laughs> right. And then they have a couple of hotels. What economic folks are looking forward to is the fact that there's going to be pop-up businesses that come along with the excitement of the baseball stadium. So you mm-hmm. build a new baseball stadium, you build a new restaurant nearby, yeah. you build mm-hmm. uh, maybe another hotel or a, or a, I don't know, grocery store or whatever. And it just kind of builds out from there. And you have all this economic development that goes towards the city and more revenue. You can build better roads and better schools. So mm-hmm. Uh, I think people discount that when they just say, oh, you're going to build this baseball stadium. It's going to cause all this traffic and blah, blah, blah. But you know, the city has to continue to grow, and that's the place to do it. Yeah. Well, and some of it is a, a certain degree of political expediency on the part of local legislators because you can't go wrong if you're saying – I mean, now, of course, in this case, since the peanuts are – building it themselves, well, what's not to love? But usually that whole, oh, no, we're not going to pay for you. These are fat cats, and they can afford their own stuff. But, you know, the the miners are a bit different. Now, one of the things that I think is really exciting about is the opportunity to bring baseball to Fredericksburg. Correct. And, you know, you because unlike some sports, uh, baseball is ready to be on the ascent again. And, you know, you bring people in and you're seeing like the next crop of major leaguers, right. but you get to see them right there yeah. while they're still working out the kinks and, you know, learning the game. And, uh, you know, maybe you interest some kids in baseball and playing it and oh. getting involved in it and that kind of thing. You know, Absolutely. As, a, as opposed to, uh, you know, a sport like football, which now, and it's going to take, about 20 years, but football is dying because yeah. people don't, I mean, you don't see kids playing little league football so much anymore. You yeah. know, their mom is like, no, I don't want my baby <laughs> to get hurt. And you know, this kind of thing. And, right. uh, and you know, th- th- that's serious. Yeah. You know, just, it, not the same kind of thing with uh, a sport like baseball. No. And matter of yeah. fact, uh, my 14 year old son's going through the same thing. I, I just, I mean, I grew up playing little league football, I, I, but I don't want him to, I mean, if he wants to concentrate yeah. on baseball, it's, 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 it's safer, but I'm glad you brought up the point about the, uh, seeing the younger crop of minor league players in the future MLB All-Stars. You know, Bryce Harper has played for the Potomac Nationals at some yeah. point. Uh, Steven Strasburg just rehabbed there last week. Yeah. I think they sold out the stadium. 40,000, yeah. or excuse me, 4,500 people. I mean, um, Juan Soto right now is is destroying 
He's like the only bright spot on the on the big nats right now. Right. Like they're just they're kind of floundering, but like he was here not too long ago. Yeah, I mean I saw Michael A. Taylor play yeah. at Potomac a dozen times. So yeah. and Jason Worth was there. I took my son to opening day a couple of years ago. Jason Worth was rehabbing. So mm. you're absolutely right. The kids are able to literally hang over the fence and get balls signed by pitchers and you know, the promotions that they do in minor league teams are just the coolest things ever. The bobbleheads, yeah. the the bring your dog to the park. It's yeah. just a really cool atmosphere it for, really is. for kids. And, mm-hmm. like, especially here, too. I think that this area would appreciate the fact that we would get to see the young crop. But then also Ryan Zimmerman on a rehab right. uh, stint, you know. Um, any pitcher that's doing, like, just getting to see that. And getting to have that come here, because you know what doesn't happen very often in Fredericksburg? We don't get a lot of big names coming here. Sure. Occasionally, you'll have, like, um, who was it that came? George Thorogood came to play right. at um, at uh, the Fredric- at the Celebrate Virginia, and then they ended up canceling because of the weather. Right. So, like, you get a little bit. We're, we're, like, on the cusp. Yeah, I mean, Danny McBride will come back home and yeah. show up at a bar downtown, and everybody oh, yeah. gets... Uh, yeah, gets excited because they saw him, but um, or um, uh, well, Judge Reinhold. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and, and look, yeah. I'm old enough to know who Judge Reinhold is. <laughs> yeah, if you right? saw Beverly Hills Cop and, and Fast, <laughs> yeah. Fast Times, uh, yeah. most people don't know who he is, but he graduated yeah. from James Monroe High School. But yeah, yeah, I mean, can that you was, imagine? I saw him in a Best Buy, at oh. the Best Buy over in Central Park. Like I was just walking through, and I'm like, I'm I'm with my kid, and I'm looking for, um, I was looking for uh, a USB card. I was looking for like a micro USB card right. for my phone, and there he was, and I was just like, "Are you Judge Reinhold?" He was like, "Yeah, can you keep it down?" And I was just like, "Yeah, oh, yeah, of course, of course." And I was just like, <laughs> "Oh, he had the nerve to be like, can you keep it down?' Like he's gonna get mobbed." Hey, everybody, it's Judge Reinhold, and they'll be like, "Who?" <laughs> exactly. But like, it's I can understand that, you know, like he's out doing his thing. Maybe he just doesn't want to be doing that. Doesn't want to be signing whatever. And I was like, "Oh yeah, I just." Hey man, big fan, and that was it. And he was right. like, "Well, thank you," and right. that was it. And then we went on. And of course, my son was like, "Who's that guy?" Of course. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me put in this movie from thirty five years ago, so you can see who it was. Yeah, I'd show you Fast Times at Ridgemont High, son, but you're nine, and I don't think it's appropriate know. for you. So did he, did he look the same, or at least similar? He does surprisingly. He mm-hmm. do, he. I mean, he's aged obviously, but yeah. he, he's still. You could tell it was him. Okay. I mean, like he still looks it, like he would be taking that pirate costume off in the car because he was embarrassed yeah well no because sometimes it's kind of shocking i yeah. mean i like like matthew modine oh yeah I look at matthew modine back in the day and oh that's you true see him, like today and i'm like <gasps> yeah when he right. was in um when he was in stranger things he looked completely different yes they look like uh bob um oh my gosh uh the guy from um who was the, he in the game show uh we oh, were Bob, Barker. Bob Barker. Bob Barker. Okay. I mean, he went from <laughs> yes, black hair to white hair, did. and all of a sudden, Matthew Medine, he's got you know this white hair, and um, yeah, you know maybe it's dyed for the Stranger Things, but uh, well, he, I mean that's it was like white in Stranger Things right. too, so yeah, like that was that was pretty shocking. Yeah. But um, you're absolutely I mean, I right. I mean, can you imagine? Quest, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. He would certainly didn't look like that. But, uh, yeah, like you said, uh, yeah. seeing those guys, God forbid, I don't want anybody to get hurt, break yeah. a leg, uh, yeah. hamstring to come down to rehab in Fredericksburg, but it would be yeah. quite the opportunity yeah. for the local folks. And guess what? To the team, you want to have a minor league club 35 miles from D.C., so they don't have to... Those guys can sleep in their own bed and oh, yeah. be around mm-hmm. their kids. They don't have to drive to... Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, or wherever mm. a lot of these teams have their minor leagues uh, yeah. squads. So, yeah, it's a convenience thing as well. You know, th- something that uh, 
I find very interesting here uh, that Woodbridge is just ready to give them up. You know, I mean, and how is it that we, they're not fighting harder we did, to try and keep? Oh, we, you all talk about that? A, a little bit, a okay. little bit. But this is all a right. great topic to bring it back. Right. Um, one of the things that I had mentioned as somebody who grew up in Woodbridge mm-hmm. is Woodbridge is not a city that is really native heavy. Hmm. Fredericksburg, on the other hand, a lot of people who live yeah, here are from, are from here. here. Right. Yeah, exactly. are, their parents are from here. Yep. Their mm-hmm. family is from here. You get a couple of people because you got like Quantico right up the road. You got mm-hmm. you know Richmond not too far. DC's really not that far from here. No, but like you you do get some transient people. But Woodbridge is essentially all transplants, hmm. and that's that's one of the biggest downsides. And because hmm. of that, Woodbridge doesn't really seem to care about the peanuts. And hmm. I mean, I've been I've been going to peanuts games since I was six years old when we when we moved to the area, and it's not a destination. It's a mm-hmm. well. What else are we going to do tonight? Well, <laughs> we can go to the Peanuts, and like right. it's and nobody really seems excited about it. Hmm. Little well. leaguers who play, they go to see the games just because it's baseball, mm-hmm. and like you get your baseball like purists, but really like half the time that place is not not even mm-hmm. close to capacity, except for when you get a Strasburg coming out there. Well, I mean, they had ten thousand people. I don't know how they pulled it off for the Fourth of July. Oh, now, because it, it is it, it's Fourth of July. Well, yeah, and like they, room all, yeah. they do a very good yeah. fireworks display. I will right. give them credit for that, and like. It's a lot easier to go up the street to go see the Peanuts uh, uh, fireworks than it is to go into D.C. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I I don't know the politics of Prince William anymore, but yeah. Prince William doesn't need the, the Peanuts as a, an economic no, they've got d- draw. Sure. They've, they've got, got Potomac Mills. Basically. They've got Potomac. Well, I mean, but, I mean it's a fast-growing county. I mean, you have it's so many people that live there, and, you know— if, Fredericksburg is just the perfect spot for a, we chatted about it. It's just yeah. a perfect spot for a minor league team. It's it's like the next logical step the city's going to hopefully take. Is there any concern about competing with Richmond? And the um, reason I say that is is I know a lot of people that are that are here. Sure. Because like I feel like there's two sects. Like it, it's like a Venn diagram, right? You've got your Fredericksburg people who are who want to gravitate more towards DC. Sure. But then you've got the other Venn, the other circle <laughs> right. in the Venn diagram of the people who want to gravitate towards Richmond. And a lot of people I wouldn't say are diehard flying squirrels fans. Cause it really is there, is there such a thing like, and it's also the new uh, San Francisco giants trip, uh, double a team. Yeah. So you have hmm. to consider that. You don't According, have that kind of, no, yeah, exactly. No. If it was maybe if it was the Braves, like sure. it used to be the Richmond, they used right. to be the Richmond Braves for years. Right. I think major league baseball from their point of view, it's like, Spotsylvania County was the furthest point south that the Hagerstown Suns could relocate to due to Major League Baseball rules because it was encroaching on the San Francisco Giants mm. slash Richmond Flying Squirrels area, region. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, of course, you're going to have folks that maybe live in Spotsylvania, the southern end, and that would probably drive to Richmond just as easily as they would to Fredericksburg. But I guarantee you there's more... Washington Nationals fans in Fredericksburg than there is San Francisco Giants fans. Mm. I'm just going to throw that out there. Mm. Yeah, I don't... The Giants, I feel like, are, are... Okay, so, like, the Yankees, obviously. The Red Sox, the Cardinals, to a certain degree. Those have these pockets of right. fans where it's like you've got your, your cities right there, but then they're transplants all over the place because of because of the franchise. I don't feel like the Giants have that kind of loyalty. No. Plus, you don't see too many people that are coming from San Francisco to go elsewhere. Right. They normally stay on the West Coast. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and, and, and the old uh, the Diamonds, what I used to call it, I don't know if it's called the Diamond anymore, where the Flying Squirrels play. I think it's, yeah, I think it is. But it's it's not the nicest no, of it's ballparks a, it's a, either. I yeah. mean, let's be honest, uh, you know, 
it's slightly better from some parks that I've seen. But it's, I yeah. mean, look, I took my kids there a couple of years ago. We had fun. They have the mm-hmm. nice promotions and cheap hot dogs yeah. and stuff. But yeah, I just know, it's it, it's the on field product and you know the ancillary stuff. I mean, I, unfortunately, my impression is that the minor leagues. I mean, they're, that's why they're the minor leagues. It's kind of like, oh, you want to get called up and, yeah, whatever. Yeah, your stadium's a little rickety and, you know, there's some leaks and what have you. And But, uh, you know, you get called up and it's all good. Sure. So, you know, the, just don't worry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to peg one thing that would keep this from coming here, to yes. keep the peanuts from coming here, what would it be? I would have to say that there is a unfortunate small but vocal minority of folks who view any sort of government involvement in private industry as a no-no. And I don't know if you saw the editorial yesterday, I believe, in the local paper, but the um, there's a group called Americans for Prosperity, which is a pretty conservative uh, organization in regards to taxes and government yeah. spending and things of that nature. They've already said that you know, this is a boondoggle and that the city taxpayers are going to be on the hook. Well, that's completely false. As we've talked about, the team in opposite, the team is paying for everything themselves. Yeah, the stadium. The, the, the stadium, the, move, the upkeep, yeah. the move. The city is paying rent. The city is going to be the anchor tenant, and that works two ways. The city is going to generate revenue from the ballpark anyway. The city is also going to host events there throughout the year and get to use the stadium whenever they choose. Yeah. I was reading the about, concert being one of them. Yeah. I was reading about like at Christmas time they would do like a correct a, a lights thing, which I mean yeah, I mean they've already got the thing at Central Park. Right. Um but yeah, I mean I guarantee you people are gonna be like, oh let's go see the other one too. Like it's Correct. So this so there are there so they're paying a million dollars a year. Yeah. For the duration of the contract, thirty years. Yeah. To use the stadium. Like I said, they're going to generate revenue to pay for that million dollars. Yeah. But there's a quality of life issue that goes along with this as well. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a country music fan, you can go over to the concert series they have. If you're, uh, you can go to Funland, you can go to the movies. Yeah. Those of us that like baseball have to drive to all these metropolitan areas. So yeah. there's a void there for us folks. And keep in mind, the stadium is going to be used through discussions with. Mary Washington College or University of Mary Washington, I beg your pardon, for graduations. High school teams are going to be able to use the field for playoff baseball. Little leaguers are going to be able to use it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Corporations are going to be able to use the facilities, uh, the suites for holiday parties to rent out. So the city is Mm -hmm. going to make all this money, and probably and then some when you factor in build up around the stadium. So that would be, Mm -hmm. unfortunately, there's a misinformed, and they're not stupid people. They're just, I think they're misinformed that they have to. They're looking at one one little thing. They're really digging into the minutia of it, not looking at the big picture of all the other stuff that's going to come with it. If something bad happened, the taxpayer is not going to be on the hook. Yeah. The Potomac Nationals, or whatever they're going to be called when they move here, and Major League Baseball. Because there's one thing that people kind of don't realize. If the Potomac Nationals moved here in five years from now, they said, we don't want to be in the baseball business anymore. We're going to leave. We're going to fold. We're going to just fold up. Yeah. Major League Baseball rules dictate that we have to have a team here for the duration of the stadium to 30 years. Uh, wow. Okay. Now, that could be a Giants affiliate. It could be a Yankees affiliate. It could be anybody. But yeah. they're guaranteed that a minor league team has to be here. Mm-hmm. So there are their assurances by Major League Baseball that they guarantee. But that's, like I said, the one thing yeah. that, that bothers me. 
Yeah, and like, and that you made a really, really good point too. Because I, I would like to go back to the fact that, and this might be part of the reason why Woodbridge just doesn't really care, is that particular squad when they started out as the Prince William Yankees, and then became the Prince William Cannons, and then became the I don't even remember what they became in between then. Right. I know that they've been the <laughs> Potomac Nationals um, for a while. But they bounced around a lot as far as who their parent club was. Correct. It was the Yankees. It was the Cardinals. It was the White Sox. I believe it was actually the Pirates at one time, too. It was. That's right. Yeah, I think Barry they Bonds were the Prince... played down there for a they while. They did. Yeah, they yeah. were the Prince William Pirates, <laughs> right. too, for a while. Um, they've That kind of thing doesn't... I mean, we didn't have a local team. We have D.C. now. We Correct. have a team yeah. that we can gravitate towards, and having a tie to that immediately is incredible. Right. Well, that's that goes back to that question was raised at a city council meeting a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, people are like, well, what happens if you guys aren't affiliated with the Nationals anymore? And the owner basically said, well, why? You know, that could happen, I guess. And yeah. it's, it doesn't have it happens, unfortunately, in some ways. But why would you want to lose your affiliation with Fredericksburg team? Because you're 38 miles from the D.C. line. Yeah. So the both the minor league team and the major league team would have a vested interest in keeping a local minor league squad for the, the obvious reasons of location. Yeah. And Ryan Zimmerman gets hurt. He plays in Fredericksburg. He doesn't have to drive, mm. uh, jump on an airplane to do his rehab and be away from his wife mm-hmm. and kids. Yeah. So that that's the obvious reasons to, to maintain that relationship. Yeah, and they should want to protect it. Right. And I think Major League Baseball has moved into a regional way of doing things that way anyway. I think you're going to see more and more the Orioles are probably going to keep minor league teams in the eastern region, yeah. Whereas, I wouldn't speculate, but I doubt very seriously that the Giants are going to keep a, their Double A squad in Richmond. It doesn't make that sense. It doesn't make any say, sense. But absolutely I mean, absolutely no sense at all. But but eventually, I think from a cost savings and a convenience, that's what's going to happen. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I mean, it really wouldn't make sense if like your New York Yankees affiliates are all right are in the same area. Same thing with the Mets, and Correct. same thing with the Braves, and like all of those teams. Having their team, their farm clubs near them just makes logistical sense. Absolutely. Instead of, like you said, instead of having to fly out to go to go do a rehab stint for two days and then turn around and come back. Right. Like it's, makes no sense. Exactly. Yeah. If you were leaning one way or the other towards keeping them as their name, uh-huh. because theoretically you could call them the Potomac Nationals and have them play here. Sure. Theoretically. Right. Because we still are in the Potomac watershed if sure. you really want to break it down. Would you want them to keep their name, or do you want them to change their name? I, well, first of all, they're going to be Fredericksburg, insert the blank. They, really? Okay. The team has already said we want it to be associated with Fredericksburg. So that's... That probably helps with buy-in, too, to get uh, yeah, mm-hmm. public yeah. support. Yeah, it's exactly. going to be Fredericksburg. Okay. I actually like minor league baseball's way of doing things when it comes to wild and wacky names. Okay, so and like your, like I, I, I think you could your Wilmington Blue Rocks or like your Toledo Mud Hens. I, I love that, and I think yeah. it, it's yeah. for two reasons. One, there's going to be Nats Washington Nationals stuff all around the stadium. Yeah. Okay. There's going to be mm-hmm. tons of Washington Nationals stuff sold at the team store. Yeah, but then from a marketing point of view. You have you change yeah. the name and you can sell an all new set of hats and jerseys and mm-hmm. t-shirts. So I yeah, and look, we had a. A casual contest last week. Yeah, I saw that. Name yeah. the team. And then we had yeah. one, obviously, five years ago. We came up with some really cool stuff. The Generals, the Cannons, obviously. My favorite was the Blue Cats, which is like a invasive 
you know, catfish species that's found here locally. I just thought it would be really cool <laughs> if they had this... It's named after invasive catfish. Yeah, I mean, look, man, I think it's really cool. You call the snakeheads or the blue cats or something like I that. I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. I mean, it would just... Yeah. You have this wild and wacky cool... Can you imagine the mascot? It's a giant blue catfish <laughs> running giant around. giant fish walking around. High-fiving yeah. the kids. I would, and, I would be okay with this. Yeah. I would, too. See, yeah. I think the wackier the better, but I think the team probably sees positives. Either way, yeah, and I'm just trying to think of what's what's really Fredericksburg that would that would work. I mean, generals, yeah, because of all of our Civil War history, but like, eh, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could do that. You could do the cannons again, but that's that's lame. Like, I know. it's. I mean, I even thought for a second I was like Fredericksburg rebels. I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, we already get we already get enough flack from everybody else for the big flag flying over. Yeah, I mean know? that's like, yeah, that's a really? whole. I can come back next Saturday if you want to talk about that. <laughs> but um, no, I, I think the team would be wise and they're smart enough to avoid. Anything oh yeah, no, they're yeah, even they're remotely gonna... controversial. So. Yeah, let's call them the Stonewall Jacksons. Yeah, yeah. no, that's not happening. <laughs> that is never ever happening. Right. Um, yeah, no, I think I I like the idea of something fun. Because really, that was my biggest gripe with them being the peanuts. Was like, this is kind of boring. You didn't try anything creative. You didn't right. do anything like, you know, it's something. Give us, give us something here. Right. Um, I'm trying to think of what we could come up with that would be the really Fredericksburg that would work. Um, you and everybody else. There's, I mean, there's we've had some really creative stuff, but they've, and all I say, they've they've. Oops, sorry. <laughs> they've been mainly geared towards Civil War uh, type stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, I guess... See, I thought generals would work really, really well because George Washington is from right down the street. Sure. So, like, you could do a really cool logo with that. I mean, like... Colonials was another one that kept popping up. Hmm. Yeah, Colonials um, would work because it so, is colonial. I mean, we all call it colonial... I mean, colonial Fredericksburg. Absolutely. I mean, like, yeah, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, so that... I mean, there's tons of stuff, but then, you know, I like I said, you could sell all kinds of cool stuff in the team store. Yeah. And, you know, if you have a really cool mascot, that just, that just helps. But I mean, yeah. the Fredericksburg Judge Reinholds. Uh, <laughs> the Danny McBrides. Like, I was gonna say we gotta yeah. have a Danny McBride day. I mean, uh, you yeah. know it's funny you bring that up. Yeah. Um, when we got close, the Hagerstown Suns actually got really close to being in Fredericksburg. Yeah. I mean, they they the city council approved it. Yeah. And then there were some cost issues. Yeah. That came out a couple months later, and that kind of put the kibosh on it. But I actually was like, we're going to call Danny McBride's agent, and he is going to throw out the first pitch at some point. And it could be a Kenny Powers night. It was. I mean, oh, I was yeah. just like, this guy is going to come back to his hometown of Fredericksburg, and we're going to uh, we're going to bring him in. And I think I'm hoping that we can still, yeah, still do that at some point. Yeah, I think um, it'd be cool. Yeah. But I think it, you're absolutely right. That would be really cool. Yeah, it, it definitely would. The Merman, because um, I think that was the fictional one of the fictional minor league teams that he played for in that HBO series was the Myrtle Beach Merman. The Merman. <laughs> I mean, so. like, if we really, I mean, we could just call them the, the Fredericksburg Dannys. Yep, exactly. And, and we can get I, really creative and wild. Yeah. And that's the other great thing about minor league baseball is they do these theme nights. Oh, yeah. Where you have, like, um, I've seen, like, uh, there was a, I can't remember which team it was. It's It might have been the Coney Island uh, Cyclones. Hmm. Uh, or the Brooklyn Cyclones. Um, the Mets affiliate that's yes. there. Like, Coney Island's right here. The stadium is, like, right, right there on the boardwalk. Um, but they did a Seinfeld night. Yeah. And it like uh, sold out like cra- like everybody went nuts. They had like Kramer themed jerseys. Uh, like- the Peanuts did that two weeks ago. Oh, did they really? They actually had a penned chicken that they that was little Jerry Seinfeld. Little Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> and they they gave away or excuse me the jerseys were yeah. Kramer's lobster jersey or shirt that he wore to the yeah. Hamptons or wherever they went to. Yeah, that was yeah. their jerseys that they auctioned off after the game. Yeah. So I've seen some wacky ones. Yeah, 
uh, I think the the one you mentioned, uh, the folks in Coney Island had the uh, yeah. Keith Hernandez night, oh, which, yeah. which was kind of surrounded, which was kind of the Seinfeld theme as well a couple yeah. of years ago. Yeah. Last year, the Peanuts had a uh, George uh, Frank Costanza bobbleheads, <laughs> which I. Yeah. Missed out on. I'm so bitter about. They've that. done some really cool ones. My my dad, um, he, my dad still lives in Woodbridge, and he goes all the time. And he has the uh, Wilson Ramos Buffalo one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and there was um, when Roger Bernardino was here, the shark. They had the, the shark. shark. Yeah. Exactly. The shark uh, bobblehead too. Yeah. I mean, the more and more I talk about, it, the more I'm excited. I, I think this I is this is going to be something that's really awesome. Yeah, you all got me excited about the thing too. <laughs> yeah. See. See. Like, and it, well, you have to take the VRE to come down here after you. Uh... When it, when they sign the deal and the team starts playing, you have to take the the train on down and avoid all the traffic. To, I would love to come check out some games. I mean, yeah. you know, because it's baseball and yeah. uh, it's exciting, and right. you know, people get hyped about you know stuff like home runs. But I think it, it's every bit, if not more, exciting to watch a good double play get turned. Oh or, yeah, you know, I mean, there's there's so much to the game, and it 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 used to be our national pastime. I think it could very well be again. I hope so. I mean, look, I, I've I've fell in love with baseball as, as you did a long time ago, yeah. and uh, I, I just can't get enough of it to the you know, yeah. detriment of my marriage because my wife is like, I'm not watching baseball tonight, and my kids are like, I don't want to watch baseball. So, you know, it's uh, it's just I, I'm really really excited, and I think it's yeah. going to happen. It's just we need folks to uh, to get involved, and mm. we can certainly mm-hmm. go into that, um, but. The best thing you can do is is reach out to members of city council, and I've posted their emails yeah. online and write a nice letter to the uh, the freelance and say, you know, these are the reasons why I support it for jobs, economic opportunities, uh, you know, quality of life. Uh, it's just so many reasons to support this. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, the the location that we're talking about where the stadium would be would be. Wegmans is is here, correct, and then all the way back there where Celebrate Virginia, this the concert venue is, correct. correct. Okay, yes. Okay, I want to ask you this question because I wasn't living in Fredericksburg when it happened, oh. and it was one of the funniest <laughs> stories that I heard because I was it was baffling to hear how wild and insane it was. At one point, there was discussion that down there they were going to build a Kalahari, that water park, correct. <laughs> And then there was this thing going on. There was a, a slavery memorial put down there, but then it turns out that that was a, a, a location for, or not a location, but it was like an excuse for slush funds and like all this hidden money. Uh, like, know, was baseball involved with this at all? No, thank goodness. <laughs> no, Kalahari was a big water park type deal that they yeah. wanted to bring here. And yeah. that deal fell through. But you yeah. are correct. Uh, former Governor Doug Wilder was part of a group that were going to build a slavery museum. Yeah. Back there, which was really cool as well. Matter of yeah. fact, I think, I don't know if it's been moved since, but if there was a time where you could ride back into that part of yeah, and I and saw see, that and, and actually was, see the statue, which was gorgeous, by mm, the way. It was, but it was it was somber and sobering. It was like it was they were like here, this is the, the see this box right here. This is what it was about the amount of space that you would get as a slave on a ship, and it was like wow, like, right. it was really like eye opening. Yeah, and but the fact, but what made, what compounded the sadness of it was the fact that they weren't cutting the grass. They they, they erected this beautiful statue, and then yep. it just sat there, and they never did anything for it. And it was never did. They never did anything, and that has been a bone of contention with that particular property. Yeah, but that's not where the stadium that we're talking about is going to be built because I don't think when I talked about the 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 deal falling through with the Suns, yeah. I think it was because of the way the land was graded and really? leveled out. They wouldn't have been able to necessarily put a minor league baseball park there. 
5,000 seat stadium would not have fit where the slavery museum oh, I see what you're would saying. have. Yeah, okay. So that's still tied up in litigation, I think. That was, I, I was living in Roanoke at the time. And I just remember reading this about Fredericksburg. And I'm like, what? Right. What is going on here? Yeah, it was and like, pretty yeah. sad. No, it was it was absolutely nuts. So it would be back there, but it wouldn't be necessarily like in that. Um, it wouldn't be necessarily on that location. No, it would no, be back there somewhere. Back there somewhere, but not not that because I think there were some issues as to you know the the, the topography, if you will, about yeah. we we'd have to spend another couple million dollars to level it out. That's yeah. that's just what I heard. But the yeah. land that they want to build the stadium on is pretty much perfect and ready yeah. to go. For a stadium, have they done? Are they going to do the same kind of things that they do uh, at uh, Fitzner Stadium, where there's also baseball fields for? Um, well, they have like softball fields because I used to play softball there um, as an adult. Yeah, they're going to do the same sort of thing where there's going to be sports fields for um, for softball, for baseball, for little league. Like, are they also going to do that? There I don't too? think I don't think they are because I think um, I just don't know how much space they have. That was see the Suns teamed up with a. Uh, a group called Diamond Nation out of New Jersey. They yeah. they host softball and baseball tournaments. Yeah. And what they were going to do was in an effort to I'm assuming pool their resources with a potential loan. Diamond Nation was going to build a facility right next to the Hagerstown Suns uh stadium. And um that would have featured all the practice fields and the instructional stuff, but I think this is just going to be a pretty much a standalone baseball stadium facility. With uh, the city's uh, Little League and Mary Washington's baseball team and being able to have use of that at some point during the year. Yeah. Is the the lot large enough that, uh, you know, assuming a couple of years down the road, they want to add some stuff like this? It's really large back there. I mean, I think that's kind of what they're hoping for. This is going to be like an anchor development yeah. for that particular yeah. part yeah. of because i mean it's pretty stagnant when you think about it there's a like i said wegman's the nice grocery store and a couple yeah. hotels but I'm it's gonna, basically i'm actually going to pull it up on the map because i want to look at it yeah it's um, pretty do- it's kind of dormant and has been economically there's for some a really nice years. stuff back there there's some really nice apartments Absolutely. there's the wegman's there's the sheets but like once you get past the wegman's there's the convention center but right there's nothing after that if if i remember correctly no that used to be a golf course 30 years mm. ago mm. so uh yeah, well, the old all Sheraton. central park was wasn't it yeah the old sheraton I can't think of the name of the uh, golf course, but there's a Sheraton yeah, over there and there the golf is, course with it. There is a ton of land back here, and then like you get to the river, basically, and like, and you can even see like I'm looking at the pictures right here. You can see like where they could build it. I mean, there's there's just tons of of area around here where you could build it over here by the river. You could do it over here on the other side of 95. Um, I mean, like it could fit right there. I mean, there's 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 a ton of spots that you could do it. It's yeah, it wouldn't be options. difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Another just, yeah, yeah, it's funny because uh, you mentioned that part of uh, Celebrate Virginia, whatever they call it, or so I, I call it Central Park because that's kind of what it is. Yeah, but, it's the same thing. Yeah, uh, yeah they uh, a lot of folks were worried about the uh, traffic coming in and out of the stadium, but oh, I mean, they've had seven thousand cars coming out of some of those concerts yeah and at like, any given moment and like let's like, be let's be honest here okay like trying to get onto route three from 95 is already a joke and they've they've cleared that and they've changed that road so like they've already right. made a concession to try to fix that yeah so like and guess what if you're yeah. stuck in traffic stop at my wife's restaurant and have a couple drinks and and 
Help me pay my electric bill every month. <laughs> like I said, that, I think that's, you know, hey, go spend some money everywhere. Well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and that's the other thing, too, is like people are really going to complain. I don't think it, anybody's going to complain about traffic when we have a baseball team, when we have things to do. Because right. you want to hear one of the biggest complaints that I have? I have a 20-year-old stepdaughter. You know what she complains about all the time? There's nothing to do in Fredericksburg. Right. You have a baseball team? Guess what that changes? You yes. have something to do pretty much right. the entire summer. Right. Well, that's what I talked about earlier. I mean, if you like country music, they have the concerts over yeah. there, which mm-hmm. they have some rock acts. I'm not going to lie, they do. Yeah. But I mean, it's geared towards folks, con- you know, who fans of country music. Yeah. You know, if you like bowling, we have bowling alleys. If you like movies, you have movie theaters. Yeah. Baseball fans, get on 95 and spend all your money in a different location. So that's kind of how we view it. Yeah, and I and I think that it would it would make a good fit here. Absolutely. Um, at Fre- in Fredericksburg. Um, final thoughts here before we uh, go ahead and close up things. Um, how can they find you? How can they help support this this cause that we're we're trying to do? Because it sounds like you said ninety nine percent. It sounds like this is this is pretty much going to happen. Yeah, my advice is to log on to our Facebook page and simply type in "Fans of Fredericksburg Baseball" to pop up. If you hit like, um, you'll join fifty six hundred people, fifty six hundred other people in the area who are excited about this, who want to buy tickets and want to get behind the project. Um, if you have any questions, you can I you know instant message me on the Facebook page. You, you know, you can certainly uh, we encourage folks to write letters to the editor and to reach out to members of city council to push this thing through. Um, we're in the middle of the 120 days where they do the negotiations and iron out all the the rough edges, so to speak. And then I, I think November would be when they make the final decision. Um, I don't see any reasons why. It's not going to happen if the members of city council had an issue with it. They could have expressed it during the vote for the LOI two weeks ago. They could have raised any issues they may have. But, I mean, there's always going to be opposition. You know, yeah. people, I don't want to build in my backyard. Or, hey, there's a there's a species of butterfly over in that part of the <laughs> of the you know the woods and you know we need to protect it and we can't build a baseball stadium here. Yeah. So uh, I picked on Americans for Prosperity earlier in their opposition and there was a I was at a political fundraiser or something one time and I overheard some people talking about the Suns baseball project so I kind of grabbed my beer and eavesdropped a little bit and there there was actually a local political leader who said if we find some type of species of bird or woodchuck that's about to go extinct we can put a stop to this baseball project simply by using that as as leverage so you know, look, people are going to fight things for, you know, for weird yeah. different reasons, but we're excited. I mean, everybody's excited. Baseball lovers are excited. People who want to see, you know, economic development over there are excited. So, yeah. I'm, and just people who want to do things with their family that don't involve just going out to eat or going shopping. <laughs> well, we play that. You know? Yeah. yeah. It, it would be nice to have something else Absolutely. to do that's not just here, come throw your money at it. Like, throw your money at it and enjoy yourself and have a good time and watch. Your local team, right? That's working for the big, the big DC team. Like it just, it fits perfectly. This is a, for a lot of people, it's a commuter town. Mm. Absolutely. So it would work. It would be a perfect fit. It, Absolutely. It will work. It will be nice. Exactly. Based on everything that I'm seeing in the press, uh, it sounds like this thing is going to happen. Yeah. I mean, and, like I know. said, I'm a cynical guy, but I, I'm pretty, pretty confident in it happening. And um, well, I will mm. tell you this: come November, when we hear for sure, right? You're. If you can, we would love to have you come back on and we'll Absolutely. talk about like what's next, what are the next steps. Like maybe we'll just celebrate. Who knows? Like no, I, I mean, I'll bring, yeah. I'll bring a couple beers and we can there you you know, go. 
party like rock stars out here, you know? I am I am okay with that. Uh, so, Bobby, thank you so much for yeah, joining us. Again, it is fans of Fredericksburg Baseball on, Fred, on uh, Facebook. Make sure you go there and you follow them and you like what they have uh, to say. Uh, because this is it, it. It sounds like it's going to happen. Um, I'm doing that thing too. I'm tempering my expectations, but I am super excited about that. Uh, thank you again for thank coming you, in. No, thank you guys for having me on. It's been it's been fun, and um, I guarantee you when they when they say yes, I'll come back and we'll talk about it, and um, it's going to be fun. There you go. Great time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, also, Ulysses, thank you for yes. coming down. Oh, please. Thank you for joining us. In it's fact, my great privilege. In fact, we have another show coming up next, don't we? I think we do. Yes. Stay tuned, folks. We'll have another show because Yulia is our special guest today. We're going to do, we're just going to throw as many episodes of GGR Pirate Radio against the walls as we possibly can today. Um, when you have the studio time and you have the guest, you, you take advantage of that. Um, but again, um, Bobby Duke of Fans of Fredericksburg Baseball, follow him on Facebook. Um, make sure you go to fantasticforum.tv. That is Yuli's project, that is his, his, his love uh, when it comes to his television show. Um, he's also got Arlington in the Morning, which is every Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. on WERA, uh, which is 96.7 or WERA.FM. He's also got Fantastic Forum as a podcast, uh, which you can find on SoundCloud. You can find on iTunes, which, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, is actually on uh, greatgeekrefuge.com uh, because uh, we host the podcast there. So what other things do you do that I'm missing here? Well, there's the actual radio show, Fantastic ah, yes. Forum, also, which yep. uh, is on every Saturday at 4 p.m., yep. also on the aforementioned WERA 96.7 FM and WERA.FM. And, uh, well, you know, those, those, those are the important things for right now. I mean, I got, I got a bunch of other stuff that I do, you know, in addition to the whole political thing and the and here's the tease. dad. And, you know, we'll be talking about all of that. On the next episode ah, of GGR Pirate Radio, which will be in like, I don't know, 20 minutes or so. So stay tuned. In fact, we're talking baseball. Let's end on an appropriate song. That, play right? me out. Yeah. So, guys, again, thank you for tuning into this very special episode of GGR Pirate Radio, Fredericksburg Baseball Edition. Uh, we'll end with a little uh, center field by John Fogarty. So, uh, again, thank you guys for tuning in. And this has been a GGR Pirate Radio production. Pirate Radio Network production juice bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy.